Hello and welcome to the beginning of Dungeons and Disorder, or the re-beginning. As you know, we've had some shaking up between the last season and this season. If you're new to the podcast, don't worry, you don't have to go back and listen to the old season. Completely standalone, it is in the same world, but new characters, new party, so you can just jump right in on this first episode and everything will work out just fine for you. You won't, you'll understand. You will grow to love us. <laughs> yes, you already love us. So, I'm Leo. I'm going to be the DM for the foreseeable future. And I am joined by four wonderful gentlemen you already know, and one you may not know. So, uh, let's uh, let them introduce themselves. Okay, let's try that again. Tony! Gotta say, gotta pick people, man. Hi, I'm Tony, and I'm good. Wait, are we going to talk about characters yet? No. I, I mean, this should be the only time you should talk about your characters. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I ruined it. <laughs> And I'm going to play Torlar, a wizard. Be with it. Joe? How's it going, everybody? I'm the newbie. Um, I'm going to be playing a Goliath barbarian named Yamara Shai. Let's move up the list. Blake? Hi, I'm Blake. Uh, my character is going to be Kazidra, the drow, uh, rogue. And we have Anthony. I'm Anthony. I'll be playing Garavis Stonefist Sarvakrith, the Goliath fighter and last but not least alex i'm alex i'm going to be playing grace hana Glimmergrin, the halfling clerk of the death domain so uh since we're all starting new characters and we're moving to a new part of the continent no one's ever seen before it's uh, my job i guess as dm to give some background and we're gonna let the people talk about their new characters their backgrounds and uh hopefully we'll get into playing so let's who wants to go first you where are we so we join our players and you can go on the website and see the geog the map i have of the whole continent now you are we're joining the players in the capital city of seabreak which is located where on that map so there is a large hook peninsula on the uh southwestern side of the map okay so it is a city-state. The city-state is Seabreak, and the capital city is Seabreak. Seabreak exists on the tip of the peninsula, facing inwards towards the just large the tip? bay. Yes, just the tip. Seabreak <laughs> uh, is, in all senses, a capital city. It has an extremely large population. It has primarily... Seabreak is a primarily coastal nation comprised of just a few settlements. The city of Seabreak is where the nation was founded. Uh, as it expanded eastward towards the Spine Shroud jungle, it added the smaller cities of Ventir and Arlington. And more recently, it has acquired the Merchant Archipelago, those small islands, though, to the west, with the three islands appropriately named for the Merchant Archipelago, gold, silver, and bronze. They are primarily a trade and seafaring nation. They act as a large-scale transport and trade hub. They make money off of delivering items, fishing, whaling, and chartering boats. I like it. So do you, do you want to like set the scene, or should we just talk about I mean, our characters we're, first? We're talking about our character first. You guys, okay. uh, for people at home, the characters here are going to start at level 5. So um, kind of want to talk about the characters. Right. I'm going to give them a background about what they did together, but if there's anything you kind of guys wanted to do, maybe pre-level 1 or level 1 to level 2 that you really wanted to work in, now's the time to tell the people about it. Okay, so I'll, I'll go first, I guess. Let me uh, let me just set my microphone to open so I don't have to sit here pressing the button because I don't want to do that. Oh, that would be terrible. But thanks for explaining it. <laughs> <laughs> <God damn> it. <laughs> 
Dead Apparently space. this takes a Dead while. Space. Dead space. You know, it's easier to cut if we don't talk. Where's the fun in that? <laughs> There's no fun. The fun is in Blake. Does anybody want to go in the meantime? <laughs> God fucking damn it, it didn't even set it. Oh my. <laughs> You're experiencing so technical difficulties. Guys, it's his first time on the internet, it's okay. <laughs> okay, I will go first in the meantime then. So my character, Goliath Barbarian, is actually related to the character who we're waiting on so patiently. Uh, <laughs> Goliath Barbarian lives up in the mountains, does all the nature things. Growing up, he was exceptionally rugged and even more independent than normal for Goliath culture. The local shaman kind of took him under his wing and gave him an outlet to channel his rage. And through connecting with nature, he found a path to, um, to work with that. As part of his shamanistic journey, he would often venture to the countryside, interact with the locals, gathering reagents for, for rituals, basically a lot of pot and mushrooms. And um, uh, on a, several occasions, he had saved local villages from avalanches, from invading hordes, things of that nature. And that's kind of where he is now, just roaming the world with his brother, trying to trying to succeed in life. Okay. Well, can we hear from Anthony now? <laughs> or I don't know. Yeah, you can hear from me. All right. Okay. You guys can hear me now, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. So I will be playing Garavis, uh, his older brother who is sort of the, the polar opposite in terms of like temperament and behavior to his younger brother. He is very much like the typical Goliath. He, he believes firmly in the unit. He believes firmly in, you know, the, the preservation of all because, you know, the, the Goliaths, for, for those of you that don't know, are a society where there aren't a lot of them and you can't just get rid of what's unwanted you have to try and mold it and make it work because the the population is so small you know everyone there and they're not expendable so he lives uh by by the maxim you know today's or today's opponent is tomorrow's teammate because it's like that in goliath culture and also he's a firm believer in the meritocracy where your actions determine your power not you know because someone said so or you know he, he doesn't really believe that like a, a ruler should have power just because he says so. He's, he's not really of that because that's that's Goliath culture. Um, Garavis himself, he's strong. Uh, he is known uh, he is known as Garavis Stonefist, which was his uh, his nickname given. What, what is being typed? Don't worry about it. Keep talking. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So he was given the name Stonefist. Uh, he and his brother both, they herald from the mountain range that we're all familiar with from last season. Uh, those of you who are just tuning in for the first time might be, uh, might not be, uh, which is the uh, Sarvath mountain range. Uh, they're, that's why they're called Sarvakrith. Uh, and yeah, he's, he's going to be a fighter in class but i we're we're gonna talk about that later or should i describe all like what he does no we'll, we'll as we play we'll we'll hear about what he does okay yeah yeah definitely all right that's all okay so that's uh two of five who wants to go next i can okay so uh grace hana glimmergren is a uh she is a ghost wise halfling um 
She comes from a conveniently far sea area that Leo can choose. <laughs> with secluded halflings. Um, and she was originally more of a um, criminal character. No, a rogue would be the best way to describe her. But one day um, she was uh, forcibly recruited by the halfling deity of Earth and Death, uh, Gorogalan. I think that's how I pronounce it. And the Gorogalan is mostly a deity that deals with uh, burials, protecting the dead, a guardian to Earth. Um, and unlike most gods of death, he's not really feared. He's just not worshipped a lot. People will respect him. Uh, she is a clergy of them, and um, they sent her around the world because she is uh, performing the task of Yurkalan, which one of them is slaying filthy necromancers and grave robbers. Okay. Uh, that should be enough. We got two people left. Ooh, me. Me. Okay. Me. Uh, the gentleman with the weird head in the back row. Me. Yeah, that's me. Yep, that's you. All right. Uh, I'm going to play Torlar, the high elf uh, wizard. Uh, he's studied in all of the, the finest academies. And as a diviner, he seeks to basically see the, the very like fabric and pattern of reality and then just totally hack it for his own benefit. Um, so his ultimate goal is to just acquire as much knowledge as possible and use it to just bend reality. Okay. Deal with it. And uh, last but not least, Blake? Uh, I'll be playing uh, the Drow Rogue Gazidra. Um I know this hat's hard to pronounce, so from this point on, I'm just going to call him Izzy. Everyone else can too. Is that okay? I got some chuckles. As long as I Gazidra. can say, who dat, who dat, I-Z-Z-Y. <laughs> I'm sorry, you said Gazidra? Gazidra. Gazidra, okay. I'm going to call you your phone. Just nice, nice. Thanks a whole bunch. Boom. All right, so uh, as a drow uh, male, he naturally was pushed around by the matriarchy that is the drow society. Uh, he used to be an assassin for hire down there. Um, he didn't get in too much trouble up until one of the drow didn't discover him assassinating someone, but they he made a bad move in terms of... Ele- eh in terms of uh, etiquette. And so they they were going to execute him, but he got out of the way with the slippery, sneaky skills. And he went to the surface. He was kind of bright, but he stumbled around for quite a while, just kind of looking for a place to be. He'd take odd jobs, but uh, as he was wandering and whatnot, he realized that the place on the upper world wasn't all that bad. and he stopped his trade of assassinating just anyone for money, and now he feels like he could be an instrument of change. And uh, so he goes and assassinates or uh, chastises severely uh, noblemen and other people of the upper crust. So um, that fills in uh, most of our characters here. So let me fill you guys in on what you've been doing together as a group. Um, so the city of Seabreak has a lot of problems that many cities have. Um, they have the additional problem is that they do not have uh, a standing army in the normal sense that a country would. Um, since they're a city-state and they originally were just a single city, uh, the guard also functioned as the main fighting force with, uh, you know, basic sword to plowshares type of uh, 
army forming when they needed to uh, wage war. They are geographically pretty isolated. Um, they are surrounded by uh, a mountain range to the east. Uh, the north after the mountain is a desert, uh, indicated by the orange on your, your maps. To the uh, direct east, there is both a mountain range and a jungle, uh, the spine shroud jungle, which is very dense growth vegetation, uh, very warm climbs, which make it very hard to pass through. So although they are uh, technically bordered on all sides by larger nations, they were kind of isolated. So um, in the city, you guys uh, have made a name for yourself at first, um, at first taking low-level jobs, you know, eliminating riffraff, more or less uh, trying to keep the peace, but have recently helped in uh, cracking down in the city on a rather large smuggling ring um, that was becoming more and more overt and more and more um, aggressive towards the people in terms of actually hurting people, killing people in order to uh, continue to expand their trade. Um, and in the in the, the interest of unity and uh, uh, fair trade, because they are a trading, whaling nation, uh, you guys managed to snuff out their leader. Um, so uh, after doing this, you know, uh, you received accolades from the the chief basically the head of the guard um but uh because of the way this place is led um the head of the guard is also more of like a, a general a head general too so um his name was uh, vincent henter you've met him uh once before as he uh, you know as you uncovered and eliminated this smuggling ring he you know, praised you. Um, after a couple weeks now, you guys have been invited to meet the leader of Seabreak. Um, it's a very high honor, and uh, you don't know exactly what he wants. He wants to meet you in person, um, to thank you personally, and to uh, offer you some business worthy of, you know, your skills. And that's where we'll start. Um, I don't know if you guys want to start in an inn where you probably usually hang out. Uh, so if that's how you want to start, we can start there. Sounds like a good enough place to start for me. I don't know about the rest of you. So <clears throat> it's roughly early morning. It's very hot and muggy. Uh, as seeing as So this continent is actually one of two. The other continent is to the south. So you're actually pretty close to the this world's equator. So it's very warm here, almost perpetually. So it's hot and muggy. Okay. I mean, uh, you've been invited to meet the king this morning uh, so you can either head out now or you can uh if there's anything you guys want to take care of quickly beforehand you can do that as well i reluctantly bathe <laughs> i'm gonna go take care of a uh a poor uh halfling grandfather's um funeral processions really quick and then i'll be there bang that out real quick <laughs> so um you're going to take so the halflings uh, death rites. You show up. Um, there's a a few other halflings in uh, waiting for you. They see you approach mm -hmm. relatively uh, uh, pleased. They they beckon you over. Um, do you do you say oh, th 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 thank you for coming? Um, you know, <clears throat> this is the first time we've uh, happened to have um, a one who could do the rites for us. Uh, we're very very happy. Uh, is there anything you'd like to to say, or we'll, we'll get out of your way to perform the ritual? Uh, no. You have all the uh, preparations I instructed from uh, two days ago? 
Uh, sure. They 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 hand you um I don't know necessary components like for your ritual. And, yeah. yeah. They hand you they hand you a cl- oh things made of worked stone. I remember. Yeah. So Quite they they hand you like like um clay and some like night soil packed earth, and they say you know this is what we uh have have gathered. Thank you. Um, you guys uh, sit aside. Um, does have to be a private affair. Uh, and I'm and Grace Hannah is gonna start performing the ritual right. She's gonna mold from the clay into two pieces, uh, two pieces of uh hound, two dogs or hounds, mm-hmm. and he's gonna she's gonna put it around uh the corpse. She's gonna say some prayers and some hand gestures, pray for a little bit more, and the ritual's done. Yeah, they're very pleased. Thank you, thank you so much. Um, it really means a lot to us. Uh, um. Miss Grace Hanna, uh, uh, thank you. The uh, uh, Grimmelbacks will always remember your kindness. Not a problem. Uh, excuse me, I have other. Uh, I have a grave matter to attend to, but if you need to contact me, you can find me at the local inn. Yeah, you guys are staying at the uh, Season Brace. It's like a middle middle of the road inn. It's not a great yeah. inn, but it's not you know, a shitty inn. If you need me, you can just leave a message by the uh, tavern owner, and uh, you can contact me easily. And I head out to uh, Weber. Okay. Uh, anyone else want to do anything? Or are you guys all leaving together? Yeah. I'll leave together. Okay. So you guys uh, all leave together. <clears throat> so as you travel through the town, um, the town is made basically in tiers. There are the docks on the beach level, and then it slowly works its way up a cliff face. So there's like, a, you know, plateaus up this cliff face that have been hewn in over time. And on the top part, there is a large castle, which is where um, the leader is has been uh, invited you to stay. So you slowly make your way up. Um, the added benefit is there are gates at each tier up, and there are four tiers moving up. So once you you know each gate, the guards see you, they know you're coming, they they pass you through these gates, and you eventually reach the castle, um, where you see a guard who says, "Uh, uh, oh there, are you the uh, ones here to see uh, Mogram?" Yes. You guys would know that Mogram is the leader. He says, huh, uh, I've been instructed to lead you in. Come this way. And he, like, uh, guard, you know, very officially leads you to, uh, not to Mogram first, but he leads you to the uh, uh, Vincent. He leads you to Vincent, who says, I'll, I'll take it from here. Uh, it's good to see you again. Can't uh, say how much we uh, appreciate this. Come. And he leads you deeper into the castle, um, which he two guards open these large sprawling doors and you enter a large stone room that has a um, throne carved right out of the floor so it can't be moved and it actually faces away from the door out into an open air um, cliff that faces out towards the sea facing like south so it um, and there you see a man who's peering out over the the sea's visage uh, as you walk in he notices you and says, ah, are these the lads? And Vincent says, yes, sir. These are uh, the men you've invited to see. He says, oh, I can't thank you enough. Oh, <laughs> they told me you boys were big, but uh, never quite seen some as large as you. I just look up at my companions are, what, three times my height? Yeah, they're like, Goliaths are like seven feet tall. Usually. I'm like uh, how three tall and you a guys? half at most. Three, probably. Anthony, how, how tall are you? Anthony is not tall at all. Joe, how tall are you? <laughs> I'm 7'2". Okay. 
it would be a dishonor for the family if, if the older brother was shorter. So I'm assuming he's at least as tall as you. Oh, no, I, see, I see what happened. No, I, I'm t- uh, how how tall were you, Joe? I'm, I'm seven two. I picked the um, smaller seven four. Oh, <laughs> uh, he shook off the short. My shit was older brother. My yeah, shit well, was I'm muted. Eight feet so. tall, <laughs> he's, he's a high elf who's eight feet tall. <laughs> fit as a rail. What? You're no, I'm not eight feet tall. Okay. Um, yeah, I accidentally twiggled. had my mic muted. <laughs> so Malgram. He says, honestly, I can't, I can't say enough how much uh, we appreciate what you've done for our city. Uh, please. He claps um, and some people bring in uh, a reward for you guys for what you've done. He, uh, he says, I, uh, I hope it fits. Eh? Uh, and um, you all are given what looks like. So, Anthony, you're given uh, full plate armor. Yeah. Um, on the center, there is a symbol of Seacrest. It looks like a, a crashing tidal wave. Um, that, I'm like, just going like, to choose to imagine that it's Ryan Seacrest's face. Now. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> it's Ryan Seacrest's face. Okay, it's like um, a stone wall with a crashing wave against it. Um, he. Okay, I I uh, I nod and say thank you. What what was his name again? Malgrim. Thank you, Malgrim. It was our pleasure and our duty to remove the scum from this city, but I appreciate your gratitude. It is our service. A wee bit more uh, uh, loquacious than your brother there. He uh, turns and also offers um, he offers each of you befitting your position um, armors. Uh, Blake, what are you wearing? Uh, leather armor. He offers you leather armor emblazoned with uh, Seacrest that's uh it's actually plus one magical armor awesome uh anthony's yours is not plus one just just be 100 <laughs> percent perfectly clear yeah because plate is uh expensive by itself and you know he couldn't get them all enchanted um the barbarian and the wizard get um or excuse me the wizard he gives you an amulet of plus one easy i'll thank him graciously for it the amulet is obviously also of his symbol. Everything is bears their symbols. He's very really, grateful for what really you've done to the self-centered. <laughs> I mean, um, for the barbarian, he says, uh, I, I know you don't uh, particularly wear a lot of uh, armor, um, but uh, if you would, um, are you, would you rather have a tattoo or would you rather have another, an amulet? What kind of amulet? Plus one? It'd be a plus one AC amulet. Um, I'll take the amulet. I'm I mean, gonna... the tattoo would also give you plus one AC. I'm not going to get this dude inked on me. <laughs> <laughs> Besides, I'm pretty sure my skin would break the needle. Um, okay. Uh, Goliaths actually usually tattoo their body. Uh, With Goliath. That, that's not his... true. But... <laughs> 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 and, um, uh, Alex, what are you wearing? I can choose. I mean... If you weren't wearing armor before, I'm saying, what armor would you normally be wearing? I would like to either wear a breastplate or half plate. Up to your choice. Okay, sorry about uh, the dog barking. So, um, but that's actually not true. They, they're they actually against tattooing because uh, Goliath generally have, like, big uh, dark patches on their body. And they believe that uh, the, the patches on your body sort of, like, tell your fortune and your story of your life. And that by tattooing yeah. yourself, you're defacing that. So... <laughs> Pretty much natural tattoos. You just get all yeah. fucking gnarly and shit. Okay, so um, Alex, he's gonna give you uh, half plate. Half plate. That's excellent. Actually, let's take breastplate because I don't want the nigga modifier. It's slightly worse. Okay. 
uh, he, he gives you a breastplate. No take backs. <laughs> no, t- no take backs. I keep mm, clicking the wrong thing. Um, so after he hands out your, uh, your armors, he uh, <clears throat> says, Well, in addition to these, uh, these gifts, uh, they, I'd like you to know that um, I've also instituted that you will have all the privileges and honors of um, a captain of the guard. Uh, which is, you guys know, it's like of, uh, it's the first officer rank. Um, shake mm-hmm. people down. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could, you can stop people, you can, and the re- he says, you know, the uh, gifts that, that I gave you will be symbols of your authority, so no one will question uh, your your uh, qualifications. <laughs> uh, now, um, if you'll join me, uh, I have prepared a meal for you, and I would like to discuss some business I would like you to take care of. Uh, he leads you to, like, a a nice feast that has been prepared. It's a lot of uh, fish, like local dishes. Um, there's some shark, uh, fish, some tuber vegetables, um, and even some uh, some whale that has been prepared. Uh, Garavis sort of like looks quizzically, and he makes makes a little pained expression seeing whale because he doesn't even know what it is. Uh, you see Mogram go for the whale first. He's like, <laughs> "Do not worry, it is good." <laughs> Upon what seeing is that. that? I have no hesitation, and I'm, like, fisting things into my mouth. <laughs> your brother likes it. So what other uh, what other types of food are there? Uh, fish, um, whale, shark. Um, it's a all lot of fish? Vegetables. Yeah, it's pretty much the local fare. I mean, there's some chicken. All right. Um, Garavis grabs, like, some chicken. He tries a little piece of the whale as well. The whale is, is cooked excellently. It's very buttery and um, actually, you know, quite delicious. You're surprised. He's, he sort of looks at uh, Marvrin or whatever. Malgrim. Malgrim. Okay, Walgreens. Walgreens. M-A-U-G-R-I-M. Malgrim. All right. He looks at Malgrim and he's like, it's strange, but I'll tolerate it. <laughs> and then he, he continues just eating the chicken. Um, so as you eat, he starts to talk to you. He says, uh, I don't know how much you know about our uh, politics here, but uh, we've we've recently been trying to expand with more uh, towns to the east. We've just built a settlement. I've sent a, a bunch of men um, right on the edge of the jungle uh, to a new settlement we are calling uh, Thule. But it has been one problem after another. Uh, I... Cannot send a contingent of guards because I need them uh, finishing cleaning up what you gentlemen started by cutting off the head of the snake. I thought um, you meant to. <laughs> yes, I need my army to eat my dinner, of course. Um, he says, but if you would go out and um, see what is going on, I would be greatly appreciated. I have uh, already sent message that I would be sending them help. Um, all that I know is that uh, they are losing some shipments. Um, they have uh, some trouble, I think, fighting uh, local beasts. I am not 100% sure of the details. Some of our messengers have been eaten. Um, but what? <laughs> we think they have been eaten. Uh, you know, lots of claw marks and blood, um, but no bodies. So we do Could not I... think it is thieves. Oh, hold on, let me. Any fresh kills? We have honestly stopped sending so many people. We do not uh, want only send people to their death, um, especially when it is not uh, entirely pressing. 
uh, if we like let people die, it would be silly just for hey, how are you doing? What? <laughs> I'm not sending so... a messenger unless it's something very important, right? If I know that they are in danger, especially since I cannot commit troops. All right. So you want us to go figure out what's? Yes, I want you to Check. make sure that the settlement will survive. Has the last messenger the been settlement. buried yet? What? Sorry. Has the last messenger been buried yet? We we have not found their bodies. Um, so how do you know that there are claw marks and they've been eaten? We find the claw marks where there is blood, and we have no messenger. So maybe there is something different going on. Maybe they are putting fake blood and running away. But um, I mean, we have looked into it, and we think that this is what is happening. We know mm -hmm. that there are many beasts in the jungle, and we have not lived so close to it yet, as of yet. Well, whatever it is, we'll find them. Yeah. Damn, that is too close to Graves. <laughs> I, I, cut out that bit. I, I need to define this voice. It's, damn it. Dead man walking. Dead man walking. Um, so, will you accept this task? <laughs> you say as you're stuffing your face? <laughs> He he looks and says, "I I must admit, um, <clears throat> I had heard somewhat of your skills, but uh, I am uh, a little interested." Uh, he like turns to uh, the man in robes and says, "I am assuming you are a uh, learned man." Oh, I'm incredibly learned. Go ahead, ask me a question. Um, if you are sailing a schooner and the wind starts to fall off, how can you continue to sail into the wind? You have a wizard. Change the weather. Simple. <laughs> Why you always bring a wizard? <laughs> well, I, that was not the answer I was looking for, but I guess it suffices. Quick, ask me to untie a knot. Give me a knife. He turns to uh, the drow and says, Is he always like this? <sighs> yes, yes he is. I'm going to hand him one of my daggers. <laughs> Just do whatever you're going to do and give back, okay? <laughs> It doesn't make good business sense to kill a man you have just hired to do work for you. I think our wizard was trying to do parlor tricks again. Parlor tricks? Insulting. <laughs> Please, you uh, did that last time. Alright, so we're gonna go to Thule. Right? He says, Thule? Please, uh, yes, Thule. Pretty sure I know where that is. <laughs> I will give you a map. Uh, you will be I've outfitted. probably already seen it, but I'll take it. <laughs> okay. Um... Uh, who has the map? I have not given it to anyone yet. <laughs> I want the map. I look at it. I, my eyes kind of get wide, and I, I see the piece of paper, and I, like, stop stuffing my face. He wants, to, he wants to see a pretty picture. <laughs> he hasn't even brought the map in yet, guys. He mentioned a map, and you're immediately like, give me the map. Um, he says, okay, um, let, us, uh, <laughs> let us move to the room that ha will be able to uh, prep you for your uh, adventure. Uh, Vincent, room. Vincent, who has been... Um, you know, steadily eating here, says, Yes, Mr. Mulgrim, please, take our take our guests. Um, get them ready to leave. And, of course, sir, right away. He says, if you'll follow me, gentlemen. Can I, I take a follow. plate with me? Sure. No class. You can you can <laughs> hear Mulgrim laughing as you, like, take a plate and, like, start piling food on it now that you're told to leave and, like, put one thing in your mouth and you're carrying it in your mouth and you got, like, and you, like, kind of nod your head to him as you walk out and he, he, he laughs and he says, Don't. Drop the food when you're walking, please. <laughs> is it, it? It is okay. We have children here all the time. They make messes. Seven I, foot tall children. I kind of chuckle at the insult. Kill you in your sleep. Did the wizard just tell him he's gonna kill the leader in his sleep? 
<laughs> muttered under my breath. <laughs> um, so Vincent leads you um, through a couple hallways to another room. Um, this one seems to have some surplus, uh, like kind of steel swords, um, but also like kind of a war room, war roomish table. Um, here laid out, you see various maps, uh, scrolls on the side, shelves with various books. It's a very um, worked-in room. There's like stuff everywhere. Um, and he starts scrounging through things and says, "Oh, here. Um, this is a map that we should uh, place the. We can place the local. Uh, oh, what am I want to say here? We can place the local settlements on. Um, and he shows you, you know." <laughs> Okay, chill. So, um, if you look at your geography map, um, I haven't made up the town maps yet. I'm gonna do it by next week, so I'm sorry about that. But uh, he uh, he shows you that there is um a settlement like directly across um near the mountains in the grasslands on the other side, and that's labeled Arlington. Um, but uh, uh, if you see where the jungle begins, it's the green butted up against the mountains and grass. Um. Basically, almost directly east, um, and then a little, a little north, maybe about forty miles north, is uh, a newly marked place that's labeled Thule. It is um, actually the there's a another settlement along the water um, called Ventir. Um, so you've got Ventir that you can probably stop at before you head over to Thule. I uh, I want to look at the map while he's kind of describing all this. And- how many days? And I point to Thule. Mm, it depends. I'm not quite sure how aggressive your party wishes to travel. Um, if you wish to ride, we can supply you with horses. But the traveled distance is going to be almost 200 miles. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he looks at you and says, um, I did not think it would be much of a problem, considering you all seem to be adventurers. No boat? Uh, if you wish, you could... Take a boat from the dock to Ventir, but uh, Thule is inland. You'd still have to travel about 50 miles to get there. That seems a better 50 choice. better number than 200. Well, you do seem to know your numbers. Yes, that is better number in this scenario. Should I charter a boat? Can we get horses for there? Probably would save us a lot of days if this is as important as uh, it seems. Are these, are these settlements both, like, um, like what? vassals or whatever. Yes, um, the there's, there's no. Yeah, so we have so we have some modicum. Yes, you will have authority there. Um, it just totally gets both Arlington and Ventir have about populations of 2,500, so they're not small. They're still large. Um, they're nowhere near the size of Seabreak, but they're still you know very bustling cities. Ventir is you know they sent out a bunch of people at once, so they're hoping that most of them are still alive, and they think that you know maybe. 200 people out in Vintir. Yeah, take a boat. Grab someone over there. Commandeer. I will give you a a, a writ so that you can um, have horses. Better. Officially commandeer. <laughs> so um, he prepares the necessary documentation. Uh, he signs it. Um, he looks at the two Goliaths and says, I'm not sure they're going to have horses sturdy enough for you, gents. I not want horse, silly man. I want wolf. Bulls are smaller than horses. I, I think I we're going to need a bull. Wolf. I think we, we're going to need to ride bulls. Like a war? In Sarvath, we have wolves. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. This isn't Sarvath. People don't like to ride wolves here. I think we'll take some oxen. That can be What arranged. you have? Uh, 
probably oxen will be the only thing that you could ride there that's domesticated. I'll, I'll put my oxen hands. for meat. I'm gonna put my hands to my head and make horns. <laughs> Try to make sure he understands. How big is uh, Torlar? Uh, I'm probably I'm probably almost six foot tall though. You're yeah, uh, you're an elf. I'm an elf. A little skinny. Skinny man, I know what oxen is. We eat oxen. I in in giant, I kinda yell at my brother. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll move. Let's go. Okay. So oxen or no oxen? Oxen. Oxen. We'll <laughs> we'll worry about it when we get there. As yeah, we're wish. taking a boat first anyway, right? Well, he's writing you a writ so that you can get these things for free. Um, no. So it would, I mean, if you want to go there, but then you'd have to negotiate in getting oxen. Just uh, just write down horses, oxen, and, um, and, by, by and creatures, of, of, creatures of labor that would be sufficient. So he words it so that it says, you know, please give each member of these gentlemen um, animals sufficient for transportation Riding. to th- yeah. okay so uh he says it's going to take me um a few hours to charter a boat um would you care to uh join me at the docks sounds like a plan sure um so you guys i mean do you guys want to do anything before you go to the boat uh how long is it gonna be several hours literally i mean he's gonna walk down there now um and he thinks i mean he could get a boat immediately i mean they have boats in a navy but okay. it's just going to take them, you know, I don't, he doesn't know if any of them are like ready to sail immediately. Probably okay. like an hour, two hours. I'm going to stop by the inn. I'm going to leave a message to the tavern that I'll be away for at least a week or two. And uh, uh, if you can, just keep messages for me. The innkeeper says, of course, dearie. The room will be here when you come back. All right. uh, Garavis is going to take out uh, some paint from his pack and he's going to paint a uh, red uh, Sarvakrit symbol. On what? On the uh, breastplate, next to uh, where the uh, sea breeze or whatever it is, sea crest uh, uh, logo is. Make a performance check. Is that a performance? No, I mean it's it's using a tool. It's using. Uh, I want to see paint how paint. well you do. Okay, hold on. You're me... painting it backwards onto your armor. Well, you could use a That's tool true. proficiency yeah. if you have it. Yeah, I mean it's it's a tool proficiency. So okay, you can use me... your tool proficiency then. I don't think I've uh, put it into uh, real 20, but let's Excellent. see. Okay. What's your dex? It's not through dex. What's your, what the, what's, it's just, pl- it's three plus whatever modifier you want. It yeah. is proficient. Strength? <laughs> that. You punch the paintbrush through your metal armor. <laughs> Ow. Well, why would dex make any more sense? You're very agile? Like, what the Dexterous hell? of your hands? Alright, fine. I'll do dex. Alright, so it's uh, dex plus three. Yes. Okay. Um, Let me see the roll, baby. 21. 21. You make a very nice uh, symbol of, of the, the Sarkris, uh, whatever that symbol may be. <laughs> um, it's, it's good. Sweet. Uh, I'll, I'll think of something. I'll like illustrate it. But you make sure I don't to varnish it exactly. so that it also doesn't come off right away, you know? Yep, I like it. And uh, also, I, I think, uh, what was his name again? God, Malgrim? Malgrim. Okay, like Malgrim. Grim, and then Amal. Malgrim. Uh, he's going he's gonna to turn to uh, Malgrim, and he's going to say, Armor good. Appreciate. I'm glad that you do. All right, so I guess we go to the <laughs> decks. 
We, I'm done. You want to say anything? Sorry, I'm coughing there a little bit. <laughs> um, While going we're to, at, going to oh, send sorry. messages to my my apprentice them not to burn the house down. Um, the lab. You have you have uh, two real apprentices and about three or four apprentices that you are confident are apprentices, but uh, really were just being polite to you when they said they wanted to learn from you. It's fine. You're you're very aggressive in acquiring apprentices. Yeah, it makes you know. He's like professor. Yes, yeah. he's like you, sir. Have the touch of magic about you. <laughs> Would you like to them... learn from the greatest wizard who's ever I... wizarded? Yeah, Would you I mean, like I to make them copy my papers so I get published? <laughs> you want to be a star, don't you? <laughs> uh, Tor- was it Torlar? How or, many uh, of them just clean beakers all day? Uh, depends how many of them have made me angry. No, when I say four of them aren't really apprentices, like you send them like messages and you're like, I hope you're keeping your studies up. And they're like, yeah, we're, we're doing it. And they don't really show up. They blow themselves up. The two, the two other ones are actually like, oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, we're so happy to be learning from you, sir. Uh, anyone else who, doing anything for you? Who had the map? Who got? The, who ended up getting the map? Me or the wizard? You said you were holding it at first. So, uh, I mean, you were, you were holding it. offer to keep it in, you know, a safe place. Um... While at the docks, I sit down Indian style and I start feeding seagulls, and then I um, be sense into one of them, and I just kind of follow them around while we wait for the boat to be prepared. You see the seagull. Uh, so does be sense just let you see through their eyes? Yep. So you're, you know, you see it flying around. You see the the ocean below you slowly rolling against the uh, the shore, and you know the the, the ocean extending out far. Uh, in front of you, you can just barely see the uh, fog out there, and maybe a, a storm ro- roiling about um, far out. Anyone else? I'm ready. I'm at the dock. So Vincent sees you uh, arrive first, and he says, "Excellent. Um, your ship is uh, right there in the dock. Uh, there, the captain is David Domhall. Domhall." I don't know why. D O M H N A L L. Dom Nahal. He'll be uh, taking you on your journey. Um, it's all taken care of. You don't need to pay. Sounds good. We're on a boat. So you get on his boat? Hi. <laughs> oh, Henny, you've been on a boat before. Mm. Is that a mm-mm or a mm-mm? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to glare at him. It's an absurd. Everyone's been on a boat. Yes, I have, sailor. You feel confident helping out, or you just want to be along for the ride? I'll be in my bunk. I stand guard. Oh, goddamn adventurers. He I... walks off, he starts barking commands. Hey, get those sails up. Come on, pull up the anchor. We gotta get out of here. I, I them... will actually help pull up the anchor. Uh, make a strength check. Really? <laughs> yeah. I want to see how you do. You can make an athletics, actually. Make an athletics. Uh, okay, so that would be way more. Fuck out of here! <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna help with this. You grab the chain and you try to lift it up. He goes, <laughs> right. that's a little bit heavier than right. you lift um, by yourself. Uh, Garavis is gonna hold see on, uh, see I'm his gonna failure and he's really gonna say, pissed. "Move over, brother." Uh, no, and he's I'm gonna, gonna get he's now. gonna rip it out. No, he's he's already Fuck in you, the way. I'm already. So you guys, you guys start pushing and shoving. <laughs> all all right, all right. He's he's gonna he's gonna do he's gonna push his brother out of the way. So what's uh what 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 do I do for that strength check? Yeah, just make a uh, contested strength checks. Whoever's is higher. You can uh, click on the strength button. Grip on it. Am I raging? No, I don't think so. I mean, are you raging? That's not, that's not my question. I'm legitimately angry. Where's the strength button? 
<laughs> Click on the strength. I'm angry. Where is Where the strength? Where do you see strength? Button? Okay, you see how it's strength, dex, con, intelligence, wisdom. No. Click on the strength. Literally, text strength. Click on the Where word strength. Where are you seeing that? Click are on you? strength. Okay, guys, everybody calm down. I'm going to explain this really nice. Under proficiency so, bonus. Yes, it's under proficiency bonus. There's a whole list of things. Those are your saves or ability checks. Click the strength one. So on the sheet. I just rolled I for you. A... 16. You don't have your sheet up? No. Yeah, okay. you should open your sheet because it'll be allow, allow you to click a whole bunch of things okay. through it. So you... Like I said, newbie. And I'm raging, so I get, a, I get advantage. Okay, so, so click it again. So click the strength thing so that I'm not using. There you go. So you got a 22, and what you have to his 21. So you guys wrestle back and forth for a little bit, but um, eventually he like pushes you back. Why are you raging? Because <laughs> he's mad that he didn't pick up the anchor. He goes, "No, I will get anchor." Um, is there like a passenger cabin or something I can go inside and not hear this? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna I guess I'm assuming I'm joining the wizard who also left. Oh, I'm already there. Alright, I'm gonna join the wizard somewhere more quiet. Oh, you can see actually there's a, a bottle of wine that has been left out for you guys on the table. Already on it. <laughs> uh what is the the drow? Are you gonna watch them you 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 see the uh the fighter get pushed back and he snuffs as uh the barbarian, I don't know, makes another try at lifting up this anchor? Yes. <laughs> They're right. now so, raging, so make another athletics check for. Yeah, Garavis is gonna say, "You fail again, you disgrace mount." <laughs> you only need to hit it once. You see how it makes two numbers. So advantage. That, yeah, no, but it makes two numbers for you, so it already rolls as if you had oh. advantage. Okay. So you got a twenty. So this time, yeah, you just mm, your muscles ripple and you just pull this thing. It makes a spray of water as you lift up the anchor. He says, <laughs> "I'll be." I didn't think you could do it. Garavis nods and he says, Good little brother, strong. I just kind of give him a look like, really? Meanwhile, the sailors that are all turning the wheel are like fucking idiots. Yeah, they're still cranking it like, Sure, buddy, great job lifting the, 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 um, the anchor out. So eventually it, uh, it locks into place. You guys uh, slowly leave the harbor and you start. You never really leave the. Um, you can still see the shore to your right. He just kind of skims along the shore. He doesn't need to go out that far. Uh, Anyone doing anything during our, our travels? Uh, Garavis is going to be on the uh, the front end of the boat, and he's just going to be watching. Okay. You you watch. You watch so well. You see ocean. Uh, so you see birds. Lots of gulls, because you're not too far away from the shore. Uh, Blake, what are you doing? Oh, I'm going to yell out, hey, peanut butter, jelly. Bet you guys can't make this ship go faster. <laughs> You guys, he, he yells out to the two Goliaths. What do you guys say? Why you call me peanut butter jelly, small man? No, you no, no. like ant. You don't understand. You're peanut butter and he's jelly. You go together very well. It's a good thing. I'm not convinced. I stone fist. So you were saying you want to be the jelly and he could be the peanut butter? I not understand your <laughs> jokes, puny. Maybe I call you puny man. How uh, you say we go make boat faster? I don't. I thought your brilliant minds would be able to figure something out by now. I kind of laugh. <laughs> A deep party chuckle. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'll leave you two to figure that out. Is that all right? I'm. I'm. After I lifted up the anchor, I'm just angry. I'm just still angry. <laughs> uh. <laughs> 
Don't you it, need to attack every round and or be damaged in order to maintain your rage? Yeah. Yes. He's done. So you're Crazy not angry still anymore. Be mad. <laughs> totally. No, <laughs> he's done. After you got that anchor, that anchor out of the ocean, you were like, oh, whew, ah, that was good. All right, well, I guess I'll leave you two to dawdle about. Instead of helping the ship, I'll be below deck. What's where... you doing to help ship, puny man? <laughs> well, you see, uh, uh... Yes, ah, uh, ah, uh, you not have words for mouth? No, no, no these are words, I swear. Uh, I see. Uh, I'm going to go help with the navigation, the, the moving of the boat, but maybe you guys can make it work faster, peanut butter jelly? I stand guard. Against what? Combatants. There are no bats here. Uh, Garavis just shakes his head and walks to the front of the boat. All this talk of jelly makes me hungry. I go below deck. <laughs> Not worry, brother. We found, will eat. You find salted meats. Delicious. Uh, as you start eating them, says, Hey, hey, don't touch that. That's a delivery. Hmm. Uh, he sees you, like, stick your huge maw out of him, and he's like, Ah, uh, um, just, uh, don't, don't eat too much. <laughs> um, you guys, it's only, uh, like, 100 miles by boat. That's actually, you can travel pretty far. Um, and, uh, actually, I didn't think about you guys taking a boat here. So, <laughs> let me see. Got you, you idiot. <laughs> uh, uh, if you want me to already. Google that, you can do uh, 100 miles a day. That's why I'm pretty sure it was 100 miles a day. I just don't want to be. Yeah. Yeah. So, you by, by uh, as you're sailing, you slowly see the sun sink um, in the sky behind you. As you uh, as night falls, you, you arrive early evening, about 8 o'clock-ish um, in uh, your, your first city. Are we so making dock, or are we just going straight to the... No, you can't go to the... You can't... I mean, you have oh, to go inland. there's no stop. Here. Okay, okay. Yeah, so okay. this is this is the city you can take the boat to. So we're already here before nightfall. Was the day You're here at nightfall. Like, it's it's 8 o'clock. You you guys left. You got called to the keep at, like, 10. Dawn. And then, okay. you, you know, you left at, like, 11. So you're here at, like, 8. Uneventful journey. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty safe route. Really, really close to the, the shore. And, and to think they wanted us to... Yeah, it's like a seafaring seafaring city, and they're like, guys, take horses, go inland. Like, Let's uh, this is why they need more. <laughs> I think it was the barbarian said something about a boat, Mister Smarty Pants. More wizards. So, uh, you guys, you guys arise. Your face. <laughs> let's uh, let's head to the stables. Let's just get on with this shit. Might as well take so a you, boat off for the night. I mean, it's like eight o'clock. You arrive in Vintier. I mean. You Didn't we rest on the ship? Took all gonna, fucking day. I could travel at night. Where's your sense of adventure? In bed. <laughs> Up your butt. In bed. <laughs> wow, you guys stop hurling hand axes. <laughs> I didn't mean to click that. Time. <laughs> He's like, well, don't you want to rest? I throw axes at him. I don't think that macro worked out very well. He needs to fill in a crit die. That's why. Yeah, I just wanted to try it, see what kind of damage he was going to roll. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so you, anyway, guys, you guys arrive in Vintir, and he says, <laughs> um, <laughs> Get off my boat. Well, I mean, I gotta batten it down for the night, and I have to make another route. I make this route daily, so. I'm gonna find the local inn. Uh, Garavis, before leaving, is gonna say, Thank you for safe passage. You safe travels. And then he's gonna walk uh, into the city. 
Uh, what kind of what level of inn are you looking for? Like a super nice inn or um, whatever. Budget, nice. but not worse. Not budget. budget. I want to sleep comfy. What What is comfy? You so know, down pillows and stuff. So you want a nice inn? I want a nice inn. Okay. So uh, you guys uh, bandy about, but you remember that the wizard will only sleep in the finest of conditions, and uh, you eventually find. Um, Which is great because I don't even sleep. <laughs> I'm an elf. <laughs> <laughs> but you need I to must... be comfortable no, to transfer. So I need to meditate near these beautiful pillows. I transfer four hours and then I just lay on the pillows. <laughs> I'm mm. like, suckers, you don't even have to get to be awake to enjoy this. Just soft and comfortable. <laughs> uh... Um, you find <clears throat> you find the um the pearl of the sea. It's a very nice inn. I... How big of a city is this? Yeah, it's about 2,500 people in the city. That's town. So, I mean, but you got to think back then, that's a big city. I mean, true. How we'd be able to see all the way across it. It's so small. Okay. No. Um, 2,500 people? 2,500 people live in the town proper. Some of those people are outlying farming. So they have like fields that farm on the outside. Yeah, there's like three blocks. If you seem like a four person family, that means that there are at least what, like 500, 500 houses, and then you have also shop fronts. So you have like a thousand buildings, give or take. So right. okay, got it. I mean, it's not you know, you could definitely the, the last city you're in was like a city, you know, ten thousand plus people. So this is this is you know quainter, but you know. So as you enter the Pearl of the Sea, you um see a uh. Blonde-haired um, halfling. Um, as soon as you step in, who's carrying uh, tankards of ale, um, and she says, <clears throat> "Oh, will you be staying?" Yes, please. Uh, how much for a room? It'll be two gold pieces a night for each of you. Sounds good. Uh, I can there two gold pieces for my own room. <laughs> how how dusty? It's pretty clean actually I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like drag my finger across like a table or something okay <laughs> he huffs at you yeah. and goes does it meet your standards it'll do well she holds um, out her hand for the money how much for a uh a decent meal uh the, the two gold pieces includes your meal thank you so she holds out her hand to the for the rest of you he's gonna hand uh garavis gonna hand her two gold pieces and then he's immediately gonna move toward uh the dining room or whatever and uh grab a meal goes, <laughs> uh, can i trust your friends not to make any trouble friends is a uh interesting word but uh my companions will do their best be on the best behaviors no Friends? trouble little one just want dinner we have long journey so um, uh garavis she... is what's that she trusts you mainly because she also notices that you have like the symbol of Seacrest on yours. She says, "Well, if you were in that armor, you can't be that bad." So, uh, what what sort of food is being served? He'd like some mutton. Yeah, there's mutton here. Alright, he'd like a big leg or something of uh, just like a I don't know, whatever uh, the largest increment of mutton. Is. The largest that, increment that would of be mutton. An entire sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, no need for an entire sheep. Let's let's say a leg. Okay, you get a leg of mutton, no problem. Okay. Uh, you paid her. She's still looking at the rest of you. I'm not a statue. Drop, drop the coins in her hand. Um, she looks at it and goes, <clears throat> uh, "You're a little bit short there. <laughs> if we're going to do an extra good cleaning for you, it's going to be go- three gold pieces." And she Izzy's smiles a big, laughing. she smiles a big toothy grin at you. 
I'm going to turn my nose up and keep walking. <laughs> she laughs. <laughs> and she says, uh, what about the rest of you? Two gold's always a fair price. Drop that right in her hands. Okay. And she looks at the barbarian. She eyes you. I kind of dig around in my pocket. <laughs> and I... If you have one, you have one. You don't need to... <laughs> <laughs> well, do I? And I, I can't really count it. I don't. I know what gold is, but I don't know what she wants. So, so you, just... you take out a like a handful of coins, and you kind and of just like reach out. It at her, yeah. And she like takes two coins out, and she goes, "Okay, that's good. You, the rest is for you." And then I, I head up to the room, and I want to study the map. Studying. I want to look at the pretty pictures. <laughs> the map is very nicely drawn. Well inked on fine paper. Mm, this is if if there ever was a a map to frame, this is it. You're holding it upside down, peanut butter. <laughs> I'm Jelly. All right, Jelly. What's Joe? What's your character's actual name? Uh, Doesn't really matter anymore, does it? <laughs> Yamara Shy. Okay, Jelly it is. You know you can change your name to character sheet, right? Didn't I? No. Where is my name? Top left of your character sheet, just below the big logo for SRD5, you can click on the little character name box yep. and add it in. Caught it. Done. Okay, thank you. I'll need to like refer to people's names and lists for like a week or two. Yeah, that's what I did. I, I made a little thing of all your guys' names. <laughs> okay. uh, I, I don't mean, so there's, see there's some, Anthony. There's some uh, what look like relatively wealthy nobles here. They are kind of a little bit nervous when they see the Goliaths. They, you know, shift uncomfortably in their seats, but um, uh, they don't actually do anything. And they, they continue their meals. There's some, you know, some not rowdy music, but some nice music. It's got a little upbeat tune, and uh, there's good food and ale being served. Um, I'm going to take a quick look around the room. Do I see any shady uh, robed individuals? Mm, you look around, and oh my goodness, you do see one. Oh, wait, no, that's your drow friend. No, no, no. I'm looking for the stereotype of ragged wizard that might be, may or not be a necromancer. Uh, you, this is a pretty uh, nice establishment. You seem to be the most riffraffy people in here with your two companions who are uh, goliaths. So everyone seems pretty much on the up and up. Um, See, this is why you pick the good places. <laughs> no necromancer. Excuse me, sir. Can I have some bone? Exactly. None of that. I am going to grab uh, dinner, and then I am going to go off and have early bed. There's nothing weird happening. Nope. That's it for my character. Just realize you're a ghostbuster. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm a ghostbuster fighting ghosts with ghost spells. Yeah. How ghastly. Uh, what did the rest of you guys do? How ghastly indeed. So how far away? We're... we're... You're about 50 miles that you have to travel by land now. Uh, how long is that going to take by horse? Uh, probably two days, I would say. Um, I guess I'll ask around the the nobles like about this other town. Like, is it well developed? Or it's it's because more it's a younger settlement, right? Oh, uh, which one? The Thule or Thule. yeah, Thule is very young, just There's a couple no, months. So, like outposts of learning or libraries or temples in Thule. Yeah. No. If you wanted to look at that, you probably should have done it back in Seabreak. Well, I mean, is there anything in this city, like any, even a small? Like yeah, a there's, there's there's probably a small library. Okay. Just good to know. It's good to know where the books are. Look something up. You know, like 
how to cure a weradile. How to get rid of crabs. <laughs> you never know what people will pay you to look up. Speaking of which, do any of these novels have crabs? Um, not unless you get start inspecting people. <laughs> I'll, you know, I'll I'll drop the hint subtly that I, you know, I could give you some tips for, for free. A tip. Just for a the tip. tip. Not my tip. <laughs> One guy is like looking at you, like, um, I'm trying to eat my meal. Could you, could you please, um, maybe that Goliath is more your speed for your manners. Thanks. I already know he has crap. <laughs> uh, you guys going to bed? What, I mean, I'm already asleep. Okay, we got two people who are already asleep. Wow. Is there any good like rumors flying around? I mean, you want to sit down and talk to someone? That's what I've been doing. You would, you would, you literally walk up to someone and you're like, "Hey, hey, you got <laughs> no, crabs." We're, approx- we're approximating an evening's worth of conversation here. <laughs> Come on. Now. Really? Uh, you were approximating an evening's worth of creeping on people while they're eating their dinner. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I heard a good rumor. <laughs> um, so you actually sit down and start conversing with some people. They say, uh, oh, um, you know, do you share with what you're doing? They say, oh, you know, uh, you're headed to Thumbu. Um Official capacity. I, I heard I heard they uh, are having some, in official capacity, I heard they're having some problems. Um, yeah, that's just dreadful. Uh, I mean, the, the area around here is still safe, but, um, you know, once you get close to the jungle, I mean, uh, I've, I've traveled to Thule a few times myself. There's good trading to be had on the frontier, and I, I just don't do it anymore. I, <clears throat> I encountered the, the beasts there seem savage, and I mean, uh, old uh, uh, Marty over there claims he saw some that were enormously large. Marty, you say? Yes, well, Marty. He's, there's another guy eating. He like looks up and says, "Ha ha, my good friend." Um, they, the, these merchants know each other. They've been going back and forth for a while. They like do a little merchant clasp, handshake, hug thing, and then he goes, and he says, "Yeah, so tell him, tell him about the uh, the the beast you saw." He says, "Ah, yes, this it was dreadful. I we were coming back a successful trade. I mean, <laughs> who trades red maple wood for?" Uh, he starts to get on a little bit of a tangent about like trading they they're like chuckling um like you know oh, red maple wood for 10 gold pieces a log it's ridiculous <laughs> uh, oh, I, yeah slap my knee in appreciation <laughs> you appreciate the fine things like you, everyone knows you shouldn't pay a wit over eight gold pieces um but so i i done quite well for myself this time and we were returning and <clears throat> we heard a obviously i traveled with guards and we heard a great a great growling um, and we sounded like a standard fair beast, and, but out from the forest came a wolf larger than I've ever seen. I mean, it was it was enormous. Um, luckily, we didn't have to fight it. We just the horses were so spooked we bolted. Um, and uh, we we managed to outrun it. Unfortunately, uh, we did we lost one uh, guard. His horse was taken down by the the wolf. I, whew, the screams were dreadful, but it's, uh, he, he knew the risks, but uh, I, I, I can't, um, in good conscience, trade there with the risk right now. Shame. So you, Shame. what's your interest in the, uh, the area? Well, we're, we're trying to figure out what the, the source of the unrest is. Hmm, I mean, <laughs> I would be very careful. You don't look the beefy type and those, those, I'm, I'm telling you, it was, the scariest moment of my life. Well, that's what they're for. I point at literally everyone else in the party. <laughs> well, he says, 
Thought of three. He says, <laughs> oh. or uh, Garavis still sitting and like gnashing apart uh, mutton. Uh, yes, yeah, so. must have like cost muscles you... in his arms, <laughs> rippling and all. It says must have cost you a pretty penny to hire those. He's surprised the people you could just get to follow you around. <laughs> he says, oh, really? I've never gotten guards to work for free before. You oh, must have charisma. Let's <laughs> say you must have quite the sales pitch. What do you offer them? Name and adventure. Oh, adventurers. I used to go that route, but they're just so reliable. Sometimes you get stellar ones, and sometimes sometimes they just all die. Yeah, but well, all the money you're saving then. Yes, but uh, it's still very risky when all your guards die. And then uh, sometimes they have those silly, tricky clauses as paying next of kin. It's just a mess. And then the other, the other guy, not Marty chimes in. I know, I, 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 that, I never do those. Uh, next of kin clauses they start talking about merchant banter again if you want to keep in on it I'm just gonna while they're uh, while they're saying this garavis is gonna get up and uh, go up to his room okay you go up to your room it's nice um the bed is not really built for goliaths you kind of your feet stick off the end but it's a very comfy bed plush I'm sleeping on the floor anyway <laughs> you don't even ruffle the nicely turned down uh sheets and pillows you just crash right on the floor it's a pretty nice floor. Almost too nice. <laughs> it's you a feel... mimic! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you feel dirty, but... Uh, anyone else? You guys are going to sleep? I'm assuming... Oh, actually, the... was the drow still awake? Blake, are you still awake? I'm still awake. I'm I'm living up the nightlife with some drinks. It's it not... helps that we only have to sleep half as much, am I right? Yeah, high five. Oh, yeah. no, too slow. I had my hand up and everything, trust me. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, you live up the knife life. How late do you want to stay up? Uh, I guess the minimum is four hours, so I guess I'll stay up four hours. Oh, so you're saying you're going to stay up until you you only need to sleep four hours? Yep. Um, at like 2 or 3 a.m., um, the, uh, the nice lady, uh, did I tell you guys her name? Nice. It's all relative. Her name is Lady, I guess, now? It's, it's, uh, Rodina Silas. You definitely didn't tell us that. Okay, so she says, um, <laughs> I don't mean to uh, be a bother, but uh, this is um, usually when we close up the bar area. Um, you're welcome to uh, go out and come back. Uh, you can go directly to your room, but this area is going to be uh, closed. No more drinks, no more food. Um, and you can see they're like cleaning up. Well, uh, being the pretty lady you are, would you mind if I helped you guys clean up and then I'll head to my room? I'll flatter and get you everywhere. Of course, you can help. She blushes a little bit. Ten charisma. Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah, seen so, all uh, types of people, so she doesn't mind your jar or anything. Like that. Cool. So yeah, I'm gonna help them clean up and then just go straight to bed. Yeah. Nice. So nice of you. Okay. Uh, you guys wake up the next morning. Um, you hear, uh, you know, some bustle downstairs. You can smell what is thick cut. You know, bacon sizzling um you can you can hear uh like uh some low uh conversations and uh, generally you know the, the sounds of the morning okay so i wake up excellent um the first step uh there are birds outside yeah correct okay so i go outside and i sit indian style and i start to feed the birds and like beast sense into one of them wait for everybody else to wake up okay you uh you enjoy your beast sense with bird time it's like your little little uh barbarian meditation time basically yeah you uh, you see a, a city that 
kind of sprawls out for a little bit and becomes rolling farmland for a little bit. Um, you can tell, though, that the farmland has been heavily worked. They had to, like, you can see these piles of stone of varying size that they had to move out as this is very rocky soil and rocky area. Um, it's also why they grow a lot of, like, tuber vegetables. Does the land look healthy? Yeah. Okay. You know, they're doing well. Alex, you were going to say something? Yeah. Um, Grace Hanna's going to wake up, like, pretty much around the same time as the barbarian. Okay. Um, she's going to just take a quick, uh, you know, morning walk around town and see if anything interesting is going on. Um, you should take a quick morning walk around town. This is still sea adjacent, so there is a, uh, pretty, um, lively, um, like, uh, what are, what are those called? Uh, when they sell fish, uh, give me a help here. Fish market? Um, fishmongers, like they're hawking oh, yeah. their wares and they're, they're, you know, saying, ah, oh, freshest catch of the day right here. Um, you know, and showing off their wares and, you know, the townsfolk are buying for, you know, various food Oysters, purposes. Oysters, clams, and cuckles. <laughs> um, you know, you hear uh, a crash of waves and seagulls, you know, creening or calling, uh, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to buy, I'm going to look around and buy an appropriate uh, size fish for a single meal. Okay. Um, I'm going to buy it and then I'm going to go back in and ask if they can cook it. No, she says... It's, uh, it's a halfling tradition, usually. Okay. She says... She's also a halfling, so she says... <laughs> ah, I see. And she oh, says, I buy course. two. Because oh. one's always for the... One's always for the... The cook and one's for themselves. So buy two fish. She says, I'm liking you boys more and more. Or, boy. sorry, you're not a boy. She says, I'm liking you, you more and more. And she, like, takes the fish and um, cooks. Comes back um, spiced in a way you've never seen before, but it smells amazing. Well, there's our first party member down. <laughs> she says, <laughs> they always die like suckers. All right, I'm going to enjoy my fish fish breakfast while I wait for the rest of the party to wake up. Your fish is light and flaky. It's a white fish, very light, like a um, bronzini fish, spiced almost Indian style with very heavy curried influences with a side of potatoes. Excellent. She uh, winks at you and says, this is our uh, specialty. You're supposed to say, do you want to see my specialty? <laughs> Not that type of clerk, sorry. Damn. Uh, what is it? Everyone, does everyone else wake up? What's going on here? I'm going to wake up and commandeer some horses. Okay. Uh, do you want to take the party with you, or are you just going to do it by yourself? Yeah, go have them delivered. <laughs> so you're going to head over to the local garrison. Um, yep. And uh, they say, <clears throat> uh, there's a guy there. You, you see a gentleman. Uh, he, the people direct you towards uh, who's the, the local leader. Um, being outside of the city, the ranks rapidly fall. Um, so he's like, you know, he's sitting out there. He's kind of lounging. You see, he's like, doesn't have all his, his armor buckled up, like a, entirely prepared. And he says, uh, what do you want? I need uh, horses and two oxen. Horses and two oxen. You well, know, we I don't, go two we don't horses, hear, a donkey. Business. He says, yeah, he says, well, we don't give out horses here. You know, maybe you could go buy some off the farmers. And, Slap uh, down my writ. He looks at it and goes, Ah, <coughs> 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 uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't know you were here. Uh, <laughs> um, sure, of course, whatever you need, whatever you need. Is there any other way we can help you? Not cough all over me. It's disgusting. <laughs> Ah, sorry, sir. Uh, my my fault entirely. Uh, <laughs> um, also, you can have these brought to the the whatever the inn. 
What's it called? What? What was the name of the inn? Pearl of the Sea. Ah, uh, Pearl, Pearl of the sea. sea. That's where we're staying. Okay, so he, he, he says, Ah! Hey! You two! And two guards who are just like, like, kind of like, you know, like, kind of leaning on their spears. They're like, Oh, what? Like, get them what they asked for. Some horses, some oxen, you know. Uh, get them over to the Pearl of the Sea. They're like, yeah, yes, sir. And they, uh, you see them go, and he says, "Is there anything else I can do to help y'all? They'll, they'll bring it over right away. You don't need to worry about that." Get yourself a nice saddle, maybe. It's good for now. Well, presumably we have saddles. There are yeah, saddles. Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna. Yeah, of course, we'll give you everything you need to ride. Some rations. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we only have uh, you know, troop rations. If that's okay. It'll do in a pinch. So he, he, how many rations? A couple days for everybody. Yeah, he's got a surplus, so he'll give you, he'll give you like uh. Is five. He'll give you like twenty rations. So each of you guys got, you know, enough rations for four days. Excellent. Any anything else, uh, Mister? Okay. So uh, Garavis is going to come down and he's going to enjoy some breakfast. Uh, he, he's going to find a uh, window which uh, overlooks the uh, the city, so that he can keep an eye out and make sure that nothing out of the ordinary is going on. So the place you're at isn't higher up than the city, so that's you can't really. Okay, do that what here. what would he be able to see out of a window? You can out of the window. You can see this is like a large cobblestone main path street, um, and you can see out that street, and there are people milling about, selling things, uh, you know, going okay. about their business. So he'll find a seat uh, positioned in front of the window and have his uh, big plate of eggs and bacon and all that and a ham hock and stuff. <laughs> and uh, yep, he's just going to enjoy. You have a delicious breakfast. Um, yeah, indeed. So uh, the jumping back over to uh, Torlar, he goes. So uh, anything else I could do to help you, Mister? He kind of trails, hoping you'll drop your name. Uh. Elves don't usually go with the Mr. thing. Just call me Sir or Lady Magus. Miss. I Magus would be do. remiss to not be able to address you by your title, sir. Or I'm a captain. Technically, you have. he doesn't know that. He knows that you're something connected higher up. He doesn't know your official title. Well, I'm. my name is Torlar. You can refer to me as Magus. <laughs> Magus Torlar? Or Magister. Uh, Magister Torlar. Okay. But no, that'll be all. Oh, okay. Uh, and relax your sphincter. If you need anything, you can, you know, ask me. Uh, my guards could give you a. I don't know if you've been here before. We could give you a tour of the city, show you all the great spots. Uh, um, he kind of like puts his arm around you for a second. And goes, um, and uh, touch you, me if you see. Uh, he says, "Oh, sorry, sorry. Just uh, if you could, good word, uh, enter. Uh, you know, my name's my name's Hamish. Hamish." Uh, Ungus, Hamish Ungus. Um, I, I really love a, an appointment <laughs> in the city. Name I is that? <laughs> That's his name. I'm just, I'm just gonna nod like I know who the fuck Hinter is. Oh, uh, that's the last name of uh, Vincent, who's the like the oh, general okay. of everything. He says because that's who's, so like who's I said, signed I'm on it. Nod like I know who the fuck Hinter is. <laughs> that's who's that's who's signed on it. He says, you know, I if just you could put it he was a lackey. <laughs> if, if you could put it in as a personal word, you know, if I could get a reassignment to, them, oh, that'd oh, be amazing. Well, uh... I'll think about it. It's going to be a while before we're back in the city again. But oh, Of course, of course. You know, any any words, a good word? Thank you. Not any word. Let's be... <laughs> it's a terrible... <laughs> he like, starts to like backpedal immediately. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know what I mean. It's just... It's, it's, uh, just uh, uh, have, a, have a great day, Magi- Mr. Magis... Magister? Magister? Uh, Torlar? Just gonna, any... just gonna shake my head and walk away. <laughs> 
No, you can hear him muttering to the other guys. That guy knows Vincent. He's gonna he's gonna get me a promotion. <laughs> children. <laughs> um. So you're walking back to the uh, the inn. Mm-hmm. Um. So it takes you. You know. You get there. Uh. You still don't see the the horses and oxen there yet. But uh. You know. Well, that dude's getting sent further inland. <laughs> <laughs> to Thule it is. To Thule, perhaps. <laughs> Um, you know, now that I think about it, we could probably use an escort. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't right. So, uh, you know, after about another half an hour, they do show up, the horses and oxen. The guards oh, say, uh, is, there a, is there a Mr. Magist- Magister Torlar here? What's wrong with you people? <laughs> so, so, I'll take possession uh, of the animals. <laughs> sorry, sir. Oh, thank you, sir. Uh, may I be dismissed? You're dismissed. Thank you. And he, you know, walks away. I don't need beakers for the clean. <laughs> All my peekers are at home. Or curses. Um, what are the rest of you guys doing now? I'm assuming most of you have finished up your breakfasts by now. Uh, I'm assuming there's the stables outside of the uh, inn. Well, they yeah, there are some stables for people who have animals to put them there. So have You're... I heard? Uh, I'll walk outside. Do I see Tolar there? Being yeah, I mean the, the guard came into the the thing to say like all oh, your horses are outside, and then he brought them into the stable. So I'll waddle up to Tolar. Okay, you bottle up to Torlar. Oh, you got us our rides already? Yes. Where are the others? Uh, the two large brothers are being themselves. I have no idea where the drow is. Uh, as he's saying that, uh, Garavis is going to emerge, and he's going to look over the uh, the two ox that you brought. You brought two, right? Mm-hmm. And he's going to uh, inspect them and take the one that looks stronger and more fit. They're both very fit ox. Um, so, yeah, you take one that you believe to be more fit. Okay. They have, like, a makeshift saddle for the oxen because they usually don't have, like, they usually have yokes for the oxen. So they, you have something that looks like it's passable for a nice saddle. Uh, Blake, uh, what do you do after you awake from your trance? Uh, other than eating breakfast, I guess... Uh pull up the hood and try and shield myself from the sunlight as I find the uh, party, I don't know, appraising the horses? But yeah, I don't know. you're kind of standing in the stables uh, looking over. Mm. I, which, one, I, which one of these oxen look better? <laughs> uh, you all agree it's the one that Anthony's not riding. <laughs> uh, Beastmaster, are you uh, done? I'm uh, done warging out, yeah. Okay, um, so you I proceed over to the to the oxen and I the one that's left mm-hmm. and I kind of put my hand on its head and the other one kind of pets down its back and to the saddle and I make sure it's secure and then I yeah. mount it and we're ready to go. Yeah. Uh so he, the two the two Goliaths are now mounted inside the stable. Their heads are almost touching the ceiling because um, they're like a good on top of the oxen, like you know, eleven feet tall now. Oh, actually no, because they're sitting and be a little lower. You know, whatever. They're still really towering. They look weird inside this house. They're they're like, oh, we're ready to go. What are you guys doing? Do you guys get on your horses and peace out? Yes. Uh, Tor, I'm assuming you distribute those rations too. Yeah. Okay, so he he gives you the rations. Okay, Uh, so you get your horses. You start to uh, leave the town. Um, So you guys are going to go east using your, your map. Um, it should take you. The oxen are slower than horses. Um, they plod along and they can't really gallop as well, um, especially because they have so much weight on them. But you guys make good time. The uh, rolling hills that are 
plowed eventually fall away and you see fallow land that is very rocky and stony. Um, uh, and as you travel further inland, it begins to become a little bit more craggy and um, outcropping. But it's a nice day. It's a little hot. And um, so you slowly make your way and night soon comes upon you. Question. Answer. How intelligent are the bowls that we're on? Oh my god. They're beasts of burden. So, I mean, they've been trained to, you know, wait for a, a plow to pull. Um, they know not to, like, you know, go running off and that type okay. of thing. Oxen uh, usually behave better than horses, if that's what you're asking. I, as we're plodding along, I would like to speak with the with the ox that I'm riding. Uh, okay. So, what do you, you cast a spell? or? Mm-hmm. I speak with animals as a ritual. You um, can do that as a barbarian? Yes, sir. He's a uh, totem. <laughs> ah, yeah, because he's a totem, probably a totem barbarian. I'm, I'm a nature, nature guy. Okay, so uh, as as you're riding, you you perform the ritual that allows you to speak with your oxen. What do you say to him? Uh, I I ask him, where do you what what? Tell me about these lands. Tell me about your life. Tell me about everything. Just kind of have a conversation with him. Life good. Pull How, plow. Pull plow. Trouble? Get good, tasty food. Humans like me. Go on patrol. I, <laughs> I heard... patrol. <laughs> uh, jungle monster. You hear anything? Humans afraid. Scared. Mm, sometimes I am scared, but maybe, maybe fight. Any... You know anything about it? Humans scared. Um, sometimes <laughs> I scared. Maybe fight. Okay, and then we just kind of keep going and I'll just talk to him, but... That's all the information I'm going to get out of him, so. Yeah, he, he's only been in, like, the fields nearby. He's never yeah. actually been to the jungle or anything like that. I was hoping hey, that animals would talk. As, as you know, as you're going along, you hear him making, like, kind of snorting noises. And, <laughs> and you What's know, the bull, the bull is also snorting back. That's the rest of the party sees oh. you doing that. <laughs> yeah, forgot. Can you stop doing those beasts of burden, whatever it is you're doing? It's very uncomfortable enough. I glare at him, and then I just... Bull says, I agree. Human stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's it's getting close to nightfall. Do you guys want to make camp? What do you want to do? Yeah, let's make camp. Alright, um, Garvis, uh, it's gonna offer, he's gonna say, I stun God first. I keep safe for night. I'll take the second shift after you, big buddy. Garvis nods. We have two elves. Can't they work this out between themselves? Oh, you know what? I'm feeling a little tired right now. I think I can just yes, get off to sleep. I Fucking do not elf. trust Puny Man for protection. Puny Man goes sleep like weakling. That's right, Jelly. I'm going to go to sleep. So how far into the woods are we? Or out of the out in the country? Um, You're about halfway there. So you're about 30 miles out. Okay, 30 miles. And daylight still or no? Dusk? Mm, I mean, when did you guys want to stop? Do you want to stop at dusk? Do you want to stop at night? Do you want to stop with there's still daylight out? It's up to you guys. There's no towns or farms anywhere where we're at? We're just no, totally you're, you're past the, the farthest farms now. You know, the well, farthest we're in the wilderness about, now, essentially, yeah, they, right? Yeah, they stopped about 10 miles back. Okay. Um, I would like to do a survival check to see if there's been any predators in the area. Okay. Sorry, I gotta look at can you say it out loud for 14. everyone at home? Fourteen. Fourteen. Um this land is uh the the ground here is pretty firm and rocky. 
Um, so it's hard to notice, like, it's not like easy footprints are seen or anything like that. Um, <clears throat> you can tell that there's, like, wildlife traveling through here. Um, as for really large animals, like abnormally large animals, uh, not you don't really see any tracks of that nature. Okay, so this is a pretty safe place to, to bunker down? Yeah, you'd say so. Okay, we make camp here. Okay, you guys uh, make camp. I assume you make a fire and eat some of your rations. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, you guys, uh, Anthony, you said you have first watch? Yep. Uh, make a perception roll. Okay, one sec. Yeah, they they rearranged this uh, this fucking uh, roll 20 thing so much. Uh, 22 on perception. Um, Like, when it's a little, not terribly dark, but still very dark, and you've let the fire worn down a little bit, you <sighs> thought you heard something, but you... you come to alertness you look around you lean out uh, it doesn't seem like anything's out there what did it sound like it sounded like maybe someone or something trying to be quiet and some rustling in the grass but it could have just been you know maybe what, the wind what direction or... did it come from uh the east okay um so uh garavis is going to uh he's going to change his posture to more of like an, a, def a defensive one he's going to like lower his shield a little bit and he's going to sort of watch that area very very acutely uh observing what's going on there do you have a uh, dark vision um nope. i actually don't know nope. i don't think so don't not. so um you don't have dark vision but you you're you're fully alert now and you know you're really looking hard, and you're already, you know, this is your thing. You you like to watch, and that's why you, you were, yeah. like, even alerted to such a, a very light noise. And you're like, you watch 20 minutes, 30 minutes. <sighs> you don't really hear anything else. You think maybe maybe you just overreacted there. Okay, so uh, when it comes to the end of the uh, the watch shift, who's going to be on second watch, was it? Grace Hanna is. Okay, uh... Uh, Garavis is going to tell uh, Grace Hanna. He's going to do his best to like whisper. He's like, You think I heard oh, fair sound? I can talk to you telepathically. Okay. Uh, yeah. He so can... then he's going to say in like perfectly clear. He's going to like, I, I heard a sound. There there was. I, I'm not sure. I didn't want to leave the camp unprotected to go and inspect it. But I, I think I heard a sound from the east. I would keep an eye there and be aware. We know not what lurks in these woods. Meanwhile, uh, he's kind of like grumbling. He's <laughs> like, how how magic men speak to Bray? <laughs> magic man, sure. He's a lady. <laughs> uh, I mean, still, I mean, magic, magic man is kind of like, I, I think, I think their, their language is kind of gender neutral. So <laughs> magic man's the best you're going to get. It's a shame. It's almost as if we don't have names on our character sheets. What? I think you're sleeping. <laughs> oh, savage. <laughs> okay, so, uh, Grace Hanna, it's your, it's your watch. Sure. Uh, I'm gonna pay attention, uh, but I would like to perform a ritual during my one hour. Sure. Of, uh, Augury. Okay, what does it do? I will link it to you, but I can also read it. Um, so I do some uh, appropriate uh, ritualing. In this case, I would take out uh, little clay uh, figures of a of hounds, 
and I perform a witch roll, and I am gonna ask the GM, um, hmm, I'm gonna ask them how their our fortune is gonna be in the next uh day or next twenty four hours. Okay, so technically this says specific course of action you plan to take within the next thirty minutes. Next thirty minutes. Uh, should I wake up the rest of the party now? Ooh. So it says the DM chooses from the following possible omens. So, um, the omens you receive are nothing. Nothing. Right. Uh, then I choose no action, but I will stay alert. Okay. So you, uh, stay alert. Your entire shift is uneventful. I wake up the person who's third in shift, which I do not remember as a player. Who was third? You only need three people, so the third person's going to be last. I will wake <laughs> up the wizard because I think it's funnier because he'll get annoyed. You What? You don't ever shake somebody out of a trance. You could have killed me. Murder. Please, I, please, I, Torlar, I saw you stirring and pretending to sleep. That's not how trance looks like. It's your turn. Whatever. Sit in a huff. Uh, Alex, you said that you use um, clay for your augury, right? Yeah, that's the trope, right? I don't think it technically has to be. It can be anything as long as it, it makes sense. So I'm just, yeah. I'm, for my personal thing, I'm putting it in. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like clay figures of a hound. Okay. So uh, do you tell the next gentleman about the warning you received, or? Yes. And I consulted the uh, he who must be, and uh, I got a neutral response. So there's potential. Uh, I would advise him to keep uh, alert and not uh, read during the watch. Nice. Bit in the eye of fate. Okay, so uh, your watch um, is relatively uneventful, and uh, you see the sun crest the next morning, and it's time to wake up. I poke everyone with sticks. You are awoken by poking. I rage. <laughs> you bring it. Immediately grab the stick that's poking you and break it and say, "Try like being it. exhausted." I know you. I don't get exhausted from rage. He's not a berserker. He's just a totem. I'm just, I'm just a regular, regular rageaholic. Whatever. So he, rages, oh, he breaks the stick, and then he like comes back to his senses, and he's like, "That was silly." I kind of grill the damn wizard. So you get out of some metal bars and you start a fire, yep. and yep, and I you get pick the up coals the wizard. You, I, you, you test I, it to make sure it's hot. You hear it sizzling. I, you place the wizard upon it. I take the now broken stick and I shove it one on each end, and then I skewer <laughs> him. Yep, yep, whole nine yards. You got it. Okay. Grumble uh, the entire time. <laughs> so you guys uh, all wake up. Are you gonna start journeying after eating some some rations? Damn it! You beat me to it. Ratios. Pizza. Uh, as I wake Pizza. up, I do my morning ritual. Oh, so you you find out uh, they're not they're not seagulls here. They're quails that you uh you manage to beastmaster into. Maybe there... a night a, a cooler bird. No, not a cooler bird. Um, while I'm desensing, I get the ability to access feelings and emotions from the past 24 hours. Has anything startled them? Um, anything unusual? Anything that's... They were startled. Okay. <coughs> they were... They had to, um, you know, rapidly... They Not like um, any lingering threats, or, but something came through that they fled from a little bit and then just walked right through. So they came back and then... What uh, direction was it in? It came from the east and returned to the east. Okay. Okay. So where we're headed, basically. Got it. 
Alright, um, Garavis is gonna take, uh, some more paint, and he's going to draw the, uh, the Sarvath, uh, Sarvakrith, uh, symbol on one of the trees by their campsite. Okay, um, there are a couple other yeah, trees. Okay, so you want me to roll another, uh, performance check or whatever? Sure. Okay. Okay, so, ten. This one's not as good, you're not really used to painting on bumpy bark. You're like, mmm. It is thought that counts. <laughs> <laughs> What the Art hell not do you think you're doing? Puny man, it not concern you. Alright, Jelly, let me be straight with you. Yeah, I'm gonna shrink P- him. Use, use straight but small, twig man, puny. <laughs> and he chuckles to himself. <laughs> he thinks that's just the best joke ever. You know, he, he got you good. That's what he thinks. Ouch. Got you, you idiot. Maybe you should stop. Giving away our position to someone who might be following us by painting a whole bunch of things. Just a thought, you know, since you don't normally have any. I spread glory on Sarvakrith. All will know and will fear great mountain clan. I like all uh... ten of you. <laughs> you hear the, the wizard go, like all ten of you? <laughs> I've done the math. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Number not important. Strength <laughs> of will important. Now we move. There are dozens of us. Dozens. Dozens of who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll tell you when you're older. Anthony. In this case, you're clan. <laughs> oh, um, so, you guys are heading out again? Yes, we are. Yep. So, uh, as you continue to <clears throat> travel east, uh, eventually you start to make uh, someone... Who's leading? Let's put it this way. Uh, I'll lead. Okay. Uh, then you're going to have to make a survival check to see if you okay. can ac- adequately interpret the map to get exactly to where this town is. Uh, 22 on survival. He says, <laughs> me no maps. Um, and, <laughs> Good you know, impression. <laughs> as, you, as you come up towards, you, you start to see what looks like a fledgling settlement being built. There are like half-built houses, um, half-built buildings, <coughs> a lot of recently clear-cut trees. And you can also see this looming jungle. As the terrain gets more hilly, you can see that there are these like hills that plunge into jungle. And you can even see above the tree line, there are like mountains just completely covered in, in, in jungle. Um, but this is like right on the edge of the jungle. And they've been, they've been kind of clear cutting to use that lumber for, for building. And um, you can see people working even now. Okay, you know. so are there uh, any other interesting like points of interest around the map, like detailed? What do you mean? Like near to the uh, village, is there anything that's like marked like deadly whirlpool or something <laughs> in this lake um, or the 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 towns? Um, it's a, like I said, it's only been here for about six months. Um, but you can see people milling about. You can see farms. They're starting to like till earth so you can see like the what what you would assume would become farms you can see buildings so it looks relatively safe here especially since you just see people out working um at least to them but there are guards like stationed around the town some you know that came with the initial people like there are people holding weapons they're not like in guard armor like you are but there are guards in the sense that they're holding weapons and looking out towards the jungle okay so i i guess we all enter town uh, as you enter town, I mean, people like stop working to look up at you. They immediately recognize the symbol on your your um, your armor, and they're just kind of like people are stopping and staring. Told to like uh, meet anyone here? 
Nope. I don't think so. No, I think I think they just told us to help. So maybe um yeah, maybe like Garavis is gonna like try and uh like he's he's gonna walk up to one of the guards and he's like uh I'm waiting for you to get done coughing. Um he's gonna say, We come from Seacrest. We told to protect city. We're guard captain. We want to speak to him. Um you're looking for a guard captain? Ah. Gervis nods. We don't really have any official guards out here. Um, we we rotate. We take uh, shifts. Um. Who in was, charge? Uh, that would be um Graham. Uh, Graham Ronald. Graham. He's uh, <clears throat> if you keep traveling up this thoroughfare, his uh, his house is the one that's completed. Uh, pretty close to the center town. Okay, uh, Garavis nods, and then as he's walking away, going toward uh, that location, he's shaking his head at him, saying, Thoroughfare. <laughs> he was offended. What? The fuck? He didn't know that word. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's thinking to, us, uh, to himself, like, Why puny human not say road? <laughs> Path. Dirt. <laughs> um, so you're grumbling to yourself. Is anyone else saying anything? No, I, I was already headed toward uh, the okay, location so you, you described. you head there. Um, you eventually see what's a freshly constructed, but com- but finished, um, a little bit more than modest house. But, you know, it's nice. <clears throat> there are some two people stationed outside it. Say, uh, what's your business? We've been sent from the capital to see what is going on around here. He says, okay. Uh, he knocks on the door. He opens it and says, <clears throat> Graham, there's some people here to see you. He says, you hear from back. Send him in. So you, he beckons you in to the house. Trundle on in. Uh, so you guys, the 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 Goliaths have to kind of duck against the house. They're not really the doorway is not designed for Goliaths. Um, he says, "Well, hello. Uh, I'm Grim. I'm the leader." We heard there's some uh, trouble going on here. As I peer out between underneath Joe's legs. Aye, there's some trouble, a little less. Peanut butter's legs, rather. I'm jelly. Uh, I thought you were peanut butter. Um, clearly jelly. No, even even the person that made up the nicknames is mixing it up because he's clearly like he. he's I did make it he's up. He's like I'm so inferior. I mean, I'm so superior. <laughs> I did not make it up. Sorry, I know. I, I no no no. I I'm not saying you did. I'm I'm saying Blake like called uh, Garavis uh, jelly when. The, so, I, I guess it would have been peanut butter. Doesn't matter. I pure so Graham from yeah. Gamrash, she's like <laughs> literally doesn't matter. Graham hears you like say like I you know here's some I, argument about peanut yeah, butter and jelly. Yeah, he, <laughs> he hears argument about peanut butter and jelly. He's like he's like puny man, not even remember stupid joke. And he's like, um, are, are you guys here to help? Uh yeah yeah. Uh, what do you need? I peer out. Um, <laughs> well, what don't we need? What can you what can you do for us? Um. We've got a, a a couple problems. Uh, we've been building building the town here, but uh, as you can see, um, we have food for now, but we gotta restore a a safe a safe uh, path all the way back to at least Vintier to get more supplies uh, if we're gonna keep um growing and making sure we do okay until we're self sufficient. Um, and uh, the other thing is uh, we don't have enough. We have these um savage attacks. Uh, not all the time, but. We have these attacks that are coming from the forest. Uh, attacks from uh, your standard forest fair, but uh, this is—I've never seen anything like it. Um, wolves, big as horses. Uh, <clears throat> I've seen bears that are 
taller than your friends here. Um, I can't rightly say us. One man even said he saw a, a boar constrictor that was <laughs> 30 feet long, if you could believe it. Can I do uh, a, a nature check? To, sure. I, I, something doesn't sound right in my brain about wolves and bears being in the jungle. Bank. And big. And giant. I will make a similar check. Sure. I'm a wise man. <laughs> Apparently you are. Yeah. So a 21 wow. out of 10. So you know that, um, Joe, first, you mm-hmm. know that it's not... It's not impossible for these animals to be together, and actually, there are um, they're known to have like this jungle to have uh, maybe not wolves, but bears and snakes and uh, um, tigers. Uh, what other? I'm trying to think of large. You're thinking of like large predator animals. Yeah. Tigers, panthers, um, and, and wolves. But uh, Anthony, you also know that um, <clears throat> obviously, and and you also with a ten, you know that. These are a little bit bigger, but you're not quite sure if they couldn't get that big. You know what I mean? You're mm-hmm. like, yeah, they seem a little large, but, uh, you know, maybe they're just big. They're the biggest of the animals. Um, but, Anthony, you know that these animals don't grow that big. These are these are way larger than they should be. Ah, sorry. Torlar and uh, Oosh. Torlar knows that they're way larger than they should be. Um, you're like, I've studied these animals, and they, there's no way that they could reach these sizes. Absurd. Covered in any text. Well, uh... I nod in agreement. He says, it's not covered in any texts, but uh, that's what they are. Stay here a few days, you'll see. I'll have to dissect them. Are you a creepy one? He turns back towards uh, Grace Hanna and says, so I'm, I, I mean, I'm, I'm creepy one. pretty good at uh, city planning. That's why I've been chosen uh, to really get this place up and running. But I'm not that great at, uh, I think the supplies should be the first thing we get back on check but i mean if all the people think that they're going to die they're not going to stay in the town um if we could somehow solve this animal problem we've been trying to clear cut back the forests but even then sometimes uh people will just go missing um you know if they are cutting down lumber um just snatched by animals or um just disappearing in general sure um when are the lumber are the lumberjacks uh, currently working uh, at this moment? Uh, yes, we we'll only send them out in groups now, and uh, they should still be uh, working at the edge of the forest. Uh, and you say they're probably the group of people that are most likely being snatched? Aye. Um, can you point us in direction? We'll probably talk to them. I again, and he you know, walks you to his, out to his front door, and he says, uh, if you can see the tree line, just uh, <clears throat> head straight out um, east out of this... Uh, down this road, and you should um, run into them. Thank you. Uh, Grace Hanna nods and beckons the party to follow as we go talk to the lumberjacks. Uh, <clears throat> if you uh, if you need a place to stay, we uh, can put you up in some of the half-finished buildings, um, if that's what you want. Sort. Sure, We you might need a nicer pillar of cot for that one. And Grace Hanna points up at the, the high elf. Well, see what we can do. Um, Let's go. What time of day is it? Sorry, it's like 4, 4 p.m. 3, 4 p.m. We should probably talk to some of the lumberjacks before uh, night. Those we could. So uh, you guys head out. You see men working. There is like a pretty sizable amount of people. You see about five to seven men working and about another five to seven men just spears like scanning the forest. Uh, I'll just walk up to one of them and says... um. We're from the capital. Um, you, we've been told there has been some 
snatchings and attacks? Yeah, some snatchings and attacks. Some goddamn murders. Any bodies? Uh, uh, no, we, they get dragged back into the, the jungle, and with the way things are, we haven't sent out any parties to recover corpses. Any markings? <laughs> sure. He, like, brings you over to, like, a grove, and he points, and you can see some of these trees are straight. Like, these are at the edge of the forest. These are, like, the smallest, some of the smaller trees, and some of them are literally snapped in half. Huge claw marks rake down the sides. Um... Uh, it looks like what some of them have a little bit of dried blood on one of them. I would like to make a survival check to determine in some type of manner of beast of what it is. Narrow it down. Uh, yeah, you can make a survival or a nature. Actually, make a nature check. Sorry. Sorry. I want nature. So consider yourself lucky you get to re-roll that. Nature. Yeah, um, these look like um, bear claw marks, but the spacing of them implies a, a really big bear. Okay. So basically, it's a huge paw. Yeah, something a huge paw like ripped through here. I kind of sniff it. I look at it, inspect it, see how deep the gashes are. Big bear. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you are a very big bear. I pat him on the back. Says, <laughs> um, got my brother actually. Awkward. Uh, um. Then he says, well, we knew it was going to happen when we came out to the frontier. There could be risks, but stuff to lose him. Not like he like you see him. He's, he's a little he's a little beat up. It's pretty like pretty recent. It's raw for him. Uh, Garavis is gonna sort of like position himself, and he's gonna say, "Do you know which way he come? He came from from the the bushes. I mean, when you start to hear him come, you'll hear him come. Uh, hey, you um ever make perception checks? Okay. Fifteen. Thirteen. Nineteen. Still missing one. Seven. Seven. Oh, yours was up there. So, um, Blake and Grisana, you start to feel it feels like it's a little bit of rhythmic vibrating in the ground. And it's getting like, a little dark out now, you'll right? Get him. It's like 4 p.m., you know, he says. But the, but the forest is still dark, right? Yeah, the forest is definitely dark. Um, which of the brothers is closer to me? Uh, I think, uh, Anthony, or sorry, um. <clears throat> yeah, I, I would be up in the front. Gravis, I will. Garibus, Do you, what yeah. type of weapon are you using? Using a shield or stone and... fist? Yeah, a, sh- a shield and a warhammer. Congratulations, your shield now has light on it. Okay, all right, that sounds good. Uh, Garavis, uh, you know, sort of <laughs> looks a little bit troubled about. You've his seen shield. this before, so okay, um, all right. Um, you hear, he's like, you know, you'll hear it when he comes. It's uh... so. Did the two that heard it say anything? They like yes. Well, pause. What do you say? There. There's some shaking, and then I, uh, I rub a firefly, and I light uh, Anthony's shield. He says, what do you mean, shaking? You don't feel it either? Uh, so it's at the glass of water in the armrest. <laughs> There's no glass of water anywhere. But, um, you start to hear, um, like, um, what sounds like, like, rocks falling, I guess, very far away. Oh, the other party just died. <laughs> like, thump, 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 thump. Alright, um, so Garavis is going to advance toward uh, where the sound is. So you start to creep towards the edge of the forest, and at this point you can hear thump, 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 and you see the guy go, oh god, well, you're going to learn a little bit quicker than you wanted to, and he starts signaling all the guys, they just drop their axes, they start sprinting back towards the, the, um, the town. So, uh, I'm going to scream at them to stand their ground. Um, he says, 
like you see them kind of like stop halfway and they like look at the like the guy you were talking to as like well, what do we do do we listen to him do we listen and right when you hear that you hear dum, dum, <laughs> as a bear just comes crashing through and you can see it now but it's still a little ways off but it's ripping through underbrush and slamming through trees it doesn't even seem to be slowing down uh what do you guys do pull out my hand bow load a crossbow bolt in it in one action and wait for it to get into range. Uh, 120 yeah, feet. Um, uh, Garavis is going to stand in front of the party, like raise his shield, squint his eyes, and stand his ground. He says, you see the guy, he says, Are you crazy? You see that thing? We need to get Coward, out of here. You stand and fight. Run like sissy back into village. And then we mock you. I, uh... At the very least, you could throw rocks. <laughs> I'm totally oblivious. I'm still inspecting the claw marks in the tree line, and I'm <laughs> totally separated from the party. No idea what's going on. I kind of hear yelling, and I just figure they're bickering like they normally do. I'm like sniffing, so the, looking. The tree marks are you're you're like maybe thirty feet away from yeah. where Anthony is now. Yeah. Um, you could it's like thunder, rolling thunder coming at you now. Totally oblivious. <laughs> okay, he's um, in thirty feet of me. I'm yeah. gonna mentally tell him to uh, turn around, look. We're about to fight. So you hear in your head, turn around, look. You hear from so Graysana. Turn I around, turn look. And I look at the party. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what? Huh? Well, he added on the uh, we're about to fight. So, but, uh, yeah, I turn and look at the party. As you turn and look at the party, you hear one more monstrous roar as this bear rears up to full height and just goes, <laughs> quick, hit him in the balls. And then we're gonna end there for tonight. Yeah. Oh wow. And, uh, pretty intense. Leah, uh, my and... spell preps are in my spell list. It's okay. the red thingy. Um, just small thing. Um, the first two spells in each uh spell level, they're the domain ones, so they're always prepped and not okay. included. So I should always have right now eight plus six. So fourteen spells should always be prepped. Okay. Um. So thanks for listening to the first episode of this season. Uh, was uh. Lots of travel, but, you know, next time we'll get right into it. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, so, we should have the... You should be listening to the new feed. This is where this is going to be. Um, so, we need new reviews uh, and subscribes. We still always have the email address, dungeonsanddisorder at gmail.com. We have our website, dungeonsanddisorder.com. We got the Twitter. We got the Facebook. Leave us messages, comments, whatever you want. Uh, we love to hear from you. Um, suggestions if you'd like uh, and we, we're hoping to have a lot of fun um, moving forward with our, our new character friends. Yeah. Uh, anyone want to say anything? Yeah. Besides no? yeah. Say yeah. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> like we us, the best. Like us on Facebook. Uh, is there any way, Leo, we could put up a poll and have people vote for their favorite character? <clears throat> I could do that. I think I can do, do a it. straw do poll, it. I guess. I can do it through Twitter, and I know I can do it on the website. We'll figure it out. I don't know okay. why we're going to do a poll. It's obviously going to be me. <laughs> yeah. Wizard. Kind of absurd. Absurd wizard. Yeah, I think um, in the future, though, like, as you said, you're going to link the map and stuff, but any other material, like, even, like, the play maps that we did... You should link on the website and like have them as accompanying material for uh, the the audio file. Yeah, that way, I'm like gonna... the listeners can actually like see what we're seeing, sort of. Yeah, I'm gonna try and uh, post more of the stuff. I already posted up the uh, the map, so 